Hello, fellow survivors. My name is Tony, host of Let Your Light Shine. This would be my first podcast, and I would like to share my story with you and why what I want to share. Five years ago this month, I was diagnosed with four-stage colon cancer. When I heard this news, I said to myself, well, I know how I'm going to die. I did not mind. I know Jesus and lived a fair life. 48 years old, nothing but troubles and no accomplishments in life. Two failed marriages and the third was toxic. I was okay with this news. I felt like a failure and tired of trying to prove I'm not. But God had other plans. I was in a hospital bed when a doctor from MD Anderson walked in to tell me why I was anemic. We believe the spots on your colon and the three in your liver is cancer. And we are going to remove a third of your colon, three months of chemo, surgery on your liver, and three more months of chemo for cleanup. We believe this will put you into remission. Reoccurrence was very possible. So we were looking at nine months of treatment, and I would be back to life. Well, it went good physically. Mentally was another story. The day after my colon surgery, my wife was nowhere around. And when she showed up at 6 p.m. saying, Well, after your surgery, I bought a bottle and drank it all. I've been passed out all day. I'm an alcoholic. What else do you expect after hearing that my husband has fourth stage colon cancer? So the first day of my journey started off alone. I'm a fighter, and being alone most of our marriage due to her drinking binges was normal. Yes, I should not have been shocked or hurt by this. This time was different. I was not okay with her not being there and her not caring. She let me down. To say hurt was an understatement. A few days later, two of my siblings and youngest daughter came to Phoenix. After a day in the mountains, my wife went into a fit, yelling at my daughter that she had no right to be there. Her life was not going to change if I died. It was all about her. That was the final straw. I could not, would not stand for her hurts to hurt me or my family any longer. The drinking started shortly after we married in 2004. She had plenty of excuses to drink. She made it so convincing she was a victim. I felt so bad for her. Watching her drink herself close to death time after time. I felt an obligation to save her. I knew I could not do it alone and prayed for her and strength to fight her past. The problem was she did not want to fight it. She wanted to stay living in it or for it to disappear. I went on leave from work. Being the breadwinner, money was tough. While on leave, there was paperwork due every month to get paid. This was left on me to do and still manage the bills while my spouse complained about money. Income was sporadic due to Paperwork not getting signed or submitted on time. We lost our apartment in September and had to move in with friends. I was a failure. My last day of chemo, the end of November, went back to work that night. Had an apartment by the end of December. Made it. Yeehaw. Back to life. I made it. Maybe I'm not a failure. Well, it was livable for a little while over a year. She was still drinking, but I did not care now. Then COVID hit. In January 2020, American Airlines gave me an early retirement. I was okay with this. 15 years of employment, I should have no problem finding a new job. Had a job lined up by March. COVID was starting up and jobs were being sent home. My new job was put on hold for an uncertain amount of time due to no virtual training setup. <clears throat> a few other jobs came and the same problem. My severance pay was running out fast. My wife thought this was the time to get her teeth fixed and spent $3,000 on her and daughter daughter's teeth. 
She was spending 500 plus on alcohol and smokes a month, plus heading, handing her daughter mon money regularly. We were on the verge of being evicted for the third time in five years. I failed again. I had to make a very hard decision. Call my mom to ask if we could come stay with her in Florida. This is going to be really hard. Wife did not get along with mom. I had to ask my stepdad if we it would be okay with it. The only thing he said was she has to get along with mom. I promised if she caused any troubles, we would move out. We made the move from Phoenix, Arizona to Pensacola, Florida. I failed again. Things went good for over a year. Wife and mom were getting along. I had a new job. It was stressful and physical, but the money was good and it felt good to be active. And the best thing, she was not drinking. I was healed and four years out of cancer. Life was good. We started looking for a church. I started reading the Bible daily, but things were going south again. The job was taking its toll. I was always so tired and fatigued. My wife started to go back to her old ways. I was so tired all the time and had to go on leave again. Remember my thought, I know how I'm going to die? I was certain the cancer was back. At this time, I was lost at why I went through cancer. There seemed to be nothing positive that came out of it. I did not feel worthy of this miracle. I was more, it was more of a nightmare. Feelings of guilt swept sweeping over me. God, you healed the wrong guy. Being a Christian for 25 plus years, I knew God was real. I looked to him for strength and trusted him. I did not want to die, but I was sure he was calling me home, and I was okay with it. Having cancer was going to be how. January 22nd, 2020, January 2022. My wife started complaining about everything. I was getting sick. It was a very tough summer, but God had me right where I needed to be. By October, my wife moved out. My short-term disability ran out. I could not get out of bed, but I was still reading the Bible to complete my goal of reading the Bible in a year. There's th some things I wanted to live for. My first grandchild was coming in March 2023. Siblings were coming for Christmas, and I felt loved again. I started putting together that it was not God's plans to take me, and he had other plans. By the end of November, favorite time of year, Thanksgiving and my birthday on the same day, football in full swing, no stress over my wife's demands. Only one thing left, why did I feel so fatigued? Reading the Bible daily was starting to help. Getting close to God started to understand God on a new level. I started to see light. God set me up in a safe place to deal with my hurts and scars. My family, mom and Dick, siblings, friends, a good counselor, and a new acquaintance with good was a godsend. Also at the end of November, my oncologist confirmed to me that cancer was not back and I had beat cancer. I was four years out of treatment that when I truly started to feel God's plan was not to take me. I rebuked the curse I put on myself. I claimed I do not know how I'm going to die. I am healthy. Had a great Christmas with family, my new self-talk and God. I started feeling better. With a new job lined up for February, I had a month of vacation relaxing. Trauma hit again on January 5th with my 47-year-old brother-in-law who had just visited Florida for the first time for Christmas, died suddenly of a heart attack. What was all this for? God is telling me we are not in heaven yet. There is a lot of troubles here on earth. The only way to make it is with him. I do not have a special prayer or did not do anything special to survive cancer. God did it. In fact, he carried me most of it. 
I just focused on him. The verse I look to, Matthew 6.33, But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. I do not know where the story is going. What I do pray for is it can show someone that with God you can walk on water. Matthew 14.22-32 We all need God in this. He is the only way. This journey was hard. It sucked. There are feelings I cannot talk about yet with the cancer and her drinking. I feel crazy sometimes how I could fall for the deception and lies. What's real and not real? I don't feel like a victim. I choose to take on this fight. I knew what I was going on. The cancer was a wake up. What God wants me to do now is share his truth, his light. He did not make a mistake. That's why I'm starting this podcast, Let Your Light Shine. We all have a story. We are all here for a purpose. Share your light. I pray the story will show we are all fighting the best we can. Sometimes we feel like we are failing. You're not. You're learning. You are getting stronger. Let your shine. Let your light shine. We'll podcast a couple times a week with guests, speakers, and their stories. That's a brief introduction to what we're going to be doing. Um, please stay tuned. And thanks for listening. Have a blessed day.